Welcome to the Choice Magazine podcast, Beyond the Page. Choice, the magazine of professional coaching, is your go-to source for expert insights and in-depth features from the world of professional coaching. I'm your host, Gary Schleifer, and I'm thrilled to have you join us today. In each episode, we go, guess what? Beyond the page of articles published in Choice Magazine and dive deeper into some of the most recent and relevant topics impacting the world of professional coaching. Exploring the content, interviewing the talented minds behind the articles like Marsha, and uncovering the stories that make an impact. Choice is more than a magazine. For over 21 years, we've built a community of like-minded people who create, use, and share coaching tools, tips, and techniques to add value to their businesses. And of course, what we all want to do, make a difference with our clients. In today's episode, I'm speaking with former ICF president and coach, Marsha Reynolds, who's the author of an article in our latest issue, Neuroscience and Coaching, Separating Myth from Reality. Her article is entitled, The Neuroscience of Sustainable Change, How Coaching Accelerates Learning and Growth. A little bit about Marsha. She is an MCC. She has a... Uh, now, what's PSYD, a doctorate in psychology or psycho psychological, organizational no. psychology? Well, it's a doctorate in psychology. The emphasis was on neural leadership and organization, organizational psychology. But a PSYD means it, it was clinical psychology instead of uh, philosophical <laughs> philosophical oh, thank you well we continue thank you for that clarification she's an mcc she was the fifth president of the icf and is in its circle of distinction for her con contributions to the global coaching community she works with government agencies multinational companies and coaching programs in asia the middle east europe and the americas basically around the world Every time we talk to her, she's been or going somewhere else and online with her breakthrough coaching program. She's published five books, including her international bestseller, Coach the Person, Not the Problem. Her next book, Breakthrough Coaching, will be available in January, January 30th, 2024. Marsha holds a doctorate in organizational psychology and two master's degrees in education and communications. She also serves on the Choice Magazine editorial board. Thank you. Thank you for all of your service. And thank you so much for joining me today. Well, thanks for asking. Yeah, no, pleasure. And for your article, which I, you know, I always read them like 30 times for, you know, do we include it? Do proofreading it? And then, and then I finally get to just sit with it and I have to tell you, I'm highlighting and highlighting, and highlighting. <laughs> we could go a million different directions in this one. But a first question I just want to ask you is, so what, I think I kind of know your background in neuroscience, but why did you decide to write for us in this issue? Um, you know, Gary, one of my greatest values is learning. <laughs> and so I'm always learning. So even with the, you know, coach the person, it's like, oh, I look at it and there's, oh, I know this now. I know this now. And, <laughs> and everything that I learn, I want to share, you know? And so when you write a book, right, you really intensely are looking at, at the latest research and making new connections with information, you know, and watching coaches and seeing what they're not doing and, <laughs> and all of that, that I want to address. And so, um, I, you know what I find even more so every year 
when coaches fully understand what they're doing, what they're attempting to do in terms of, you know, shifting people's perspective, but actually changing their mind, the structure, uh, it makes it easier to know how to coach. So, it is, so it's not this like list of, okay, I have to do this and I have to say this and I have to, it's not that. It's what is it we're trying to create here? And when you get that, you know, the the shift we're making in the brain, then the understanding of what we're doing, you know, it becomes more clear and more applicable. Yeah, thank you. And clearly mm -hmm. in there. Um, so talking about sharing and learning. So, you know, when we try to influence people, we give them relevant facts. And in your article, you say this is the least effective way to change <laughs> someone's mind, which we don't do as coaches. But tell us why that's not yeah. as effective as coaching. Okay. Um, well, you know, just to back up just a little bit. So, you know, you said uh, the two masters I have. My second mm -hmm. master's was actually the late 1980s in adult learning. Um, I kind of like had an accidental career. Um, uh, my first job, uh, and I ended up in the training department of this hospital corporation. I went from high tech from there. But I wasn't planning on being in training, but I, I had to like scurry and, and learn how to do it. And, and, and how do you make this effective? So I got the degree and I kept working on trying to make my teaching effective. You know, and I learned all the stuff about part participatory exercises and all the things you do to make learning sustainable. And people would say, I love your classes. They're so much fun. And then they go out and as soon as they were uncomfortable, they'd go back to old behavior. And it wasn't until I, uh, the last day of my last job that somebody sent me this article. It was 1995, you know, and it was Thomas Leonard Newsweek article, mm -hmm. this thing called coaching. And I'm like, well, this sounds cool. So <laughs> I I called them and I actually observed a coaching session. And I said, there's something different here. You know, there's something else that's going on in terms of learning. So I look at coaching as a learning technology. And so I never confuse it with therapy. And, um, you know, and I signed up for coaching school right then and there, you know, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do this. And, and it, it, I dove deep into not just learning how to coach, but why does this work? Why does this work? I need to understand this, you know, and, and I found emotional intelligence like 97 and it was integrating, you know, emotions and, and shifts in the brain when they're, when we create emotions you know, there has to be an opening for learning. And often that doesn't feel good. <laughs> and <laughs> I think I wrote a book about that called yeah, the discomfort zone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, and then I went to get my doctor to understand it even more. And that's when I learned, you know, we have three memories. Memory is required for learning. And each type of uh, the major things we do to teach people use a different memory, you know? And so telling people what to do just uses short-term memory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hear the words. <laughs> yeah. Sounds the, good. Yeah. It's in the cognitive space. And I would say in the cognitive stew, you know, that gets mm -hmm. all mixed up all day. And at night you go to sleep and the brain throws out 80% of what you heard or read or, you know, listen to a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. And maybe 
retain 20%, you know, if there was an emotion attached, if there was like a, wow, this is awesome, it might remember it. Otherwise it throws it out, you know, and when we try to recall, what did that person tell me to do? We're only going to get bits and pieces, you know, and, and put it together in a way that probably they didn't intend, you know, so by telling someone what to do, it's least effective because you're only using, um, you know, the cognitive part of the brain, the short-term memory and associations, maybe. <laughs> okay. So um, that's why. And yeah. then the primitive brain, when you tell someone you better do this or else, <laughs> you know, like most performance systems, well, okay, I better do it. But then I tell you, oh, no, you know, you need to change that. And you're like, I can't. My brain says, no, 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 yeah. no. <laughs> you know, so that's not too efficient. So what I had discovered was that uh, coaching works um, like creativity. You know, mm. when someone is able to examine their story outside of their head and they start to see it in a different way and and they're like, wow, look what I did and what I said and what was the impact or, oh my God, why, why am I doing that? I should do it differently. You know, the the emotional reaction to recognizing uh, what we're doing actually starts to uh, re you know move things around in the middle brain you know and 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 when i start to understand myself better who i am in this situation and start to see it differently then i'm making different connections in the middle brain so that breakthrough that aha moment that's the creative <laughs> insight like you get in the shower when you go oh yeah now <laughs> i know the answer <laughs> so what we're aiming for is the creative insight mm -hmm. that then creates sustainable change in the brain which then leads to sustainable change in behavior so you know and and you can map it to any uh creative process if you uh, look at, at what happens in someone's brain with the brain monitor brain wave yeah. monitor well what you wrote about in the article that study yeah. in april 2020 where yeah. you did exactly to those points and then the, uh -huh. the one that actually what which uh you said here the coach approach activated very high activity in the region of the brain associated with creativity mm -hmm. yeah Amazing. Boom, 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 right? boom, boom. Didn't happen when people told them what to do. Didn't happen yeah. when they tried to figure it out on their own. Mm -hmm. Well, <laughs> speaking of old reports, I still remember when I first started in coaching and there was a report that said that uh, learning stayed 80% longer if connected with coaching after it was learned. Yeah, that was the early research that right? uh, ICF did a lot of that. Yeah. Yeah. With the Human Capital yeah. Institute. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, so we're talking about sustainability, and you say that coaching is the best way to generate sustainable change. But how does it coaching ensure that the changes people make are sustainable over time? Like we talk about locking it in and making a change, yeah. but now let's, you know. Well, you know, it, it does come back to some of our early training, like you were saying in the early days when we were just understanding this, that, um, when people discover for themselves, you know, then it's like, oh, yeah, I know what to do. And they're they're not just more committed to the action because it's a, dis a personal discovery. Um, 
but they have more confidence. You know, you can see it in their face, right? When you're coaching and they're like, oh yeah, I know what to do. And they get like excited to go do it, <laughs> you know? And there's, so it's the confidence that's going to lead them to attempt, even if it does, if, if it's not perfect, mm-hmm. um, you know, in the first two tries, when it gets a little awkward, they're more committed to, uh, to the growth. And the understanding and, you know, in coaching, you know, we'll mention that as well. Like I always, I've come to ask um, if what the client says they're going to do is related to someone else, like have a conversation with someone, if it's dependent, if the outcome is dependent on someone else, I always ask the question, if it doesn't turn out like you, you, like you're hoping it will, what will you do? Mm -hmm. That way we're already getting a plan B in place. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And they won't no. feel like a failure. Yeah. You know, and say, oh, well, this doesn't work. I'm not doing it anymore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it, it's not one and done. It's uh, it's an ongoing process. It's like what you were saying in the coaching conversation, asking questions, but of course, being careful not to be directive in it, you know, and uh, it, it's, it's funny because when I read your article, I was going to say the first question, I was going to change it up. The first question I ask all the time is, is why did you write this article? And I, and I thought, oh, I'm going to change that to what inspired you to write this article. And then I read your article and it was like, that's directive. I can't put inspire in there because I don't know if they were inspired to write it. Maybe somebody, maybe somebody told them they your had to interpretation. Do it. <laughs> Take out your interpretation. Well, while we're talking, yeah, I just want to finish on one thing. You know, it's it's strange that you mentioned confidence because mm-hmm. I'm starting to notice more and more that despite what my clients have asked for coaching for. Mm-hmm. What they, one of the things they inevitably get out of it is confidence. Mm-hmm. I just did a closing session with someone and I, and I'm, and he said, what coaching with you gave me the confidence. Well, mm-hmm. they gave himself the confidence, but whatever we let them have, we'll, we'll revel in the glory. We'll take mm-hmm. a little bit of it. Right. Um, but, I, and I was just like, isn't that interesting? Like, yeah. I worked with you based on what you wanted working on and you got confidence out of it. It wasn't on the table. It wasn't off the table, but it was, wasn't one of those things that we just put out there. So yeah. thank you for kind of reinforcing that in our, yeah. in our conversation and in the article as well. I always say that coaching gives people both clarity and confidence. I think there's three things. I think they also get choice. Choice. <laughs> for those Absolutely. who are listening, I just, Put up a Clarity, copy of choice, choice and confidence. <laughs> there we go. There we go. But I'm bum, as we always say. So, well, you know, while we're on the topic of questions, you know, it's uh, good coaching is powerful questions, but you made a, you uh, mm-hmm. introduced a reintroduce. It's an ongoing conversation about reflective statements. What's the yeah. difference in the impact of reflective mm-hmm. statements versus powerful questions? You know, I've come to think uh, reflective statements are even more powerful than questions. I don't even say powerful questions. The question for me is usually a follow on after the reflection. Because again, remember what I said that when we understand what we're doing and what we're doing is uh, like that study that you mentioned, the, you know, when we try to figure things out on our own, it's still stuck in our head and we Mm. really can't. We're still have our own biases and 
things that are piled on top of mm. uh, whatever might be reality, which we make up anyway, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but um, when I, what I'm doing is I'm just having you pull out of your head, your thoughts, your thinking patterns, so you can see them out here. You cannot do this for yourself. You mm. cannot Okay, I don't care how much you think you can coach yourself. If there's emotion <laughs> attached, you yeah. can't, yeah. right? And what I'm also finding, which is um, another reason why I had to write this in the book, um, the article in the book, it, it's coaching is even more identity-based. Who I am in this situation is even more powerful than what I do. And so when I, when I help you to see, here's the situation as I see it, here's the story I'm telling about it, but here's how I see I fit into this picture. When we start revealing the beliefs and the biases and um, the, the, you know, the, the shoulds and, yeah, and the hidden desires, I can't say that. When we start to bring all that forward, you know, then I can all I can see that I can be someone else in this situation, which will change my behavior and my confidence automatically. But so when I just say, so this is what I hear you saying. And what I think the best skill of a coach is to be able to drill down, summarize concisely and directly to really hear the key things that they're saying and to be to be able to feed that back, which requires a great depth of presence you know and because people always say well how did you know to ask that it's like well I've been working at it a long time but, <laughs> yeah. you know you just get it it just stands out the key things the things they say over and over what's most important to them what are they most afraid of and you just feed that back here's what I heard you say and then I may ask a question you know how does that relate to what you want but the question is simple you know, it's the reflection when they go, oh, I said that. Oh, right. And oftentimes, Gary, it's even the throwaway line. You know, the, well, I want mm -hmm. that, but, you know, it's never going to happen. So I've been thinking, you know, <laughs> and say, stop for a second. Exactly. You, know, you said it's never going to happen. Do you know you said that? <gasps> I did. <laughs> you know? Right. I Do I think that? You know, so it's the reflection that makes them think about their thinking. And since we are thinking partners, all I want you to do is to think about your thinking. That's it. That's magical. Much more powerful than me telling you what to do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And more impactful. We know it from studies of the brain. Absolutely. Brilliant. Well, mm -hmm. and thank you, too, for um, putting in that sidebar in the article about how to help somebody reframe exactly to your point and look at things yeah. differently and 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 start to break them out of that routine pattern. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You don't know how many times I've had clients and, and one I'm thinking in particular, as soon as you said that one about like the throwaway mm -hmm. and, and I'm like, whoa, 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 back it up. A little. That's my <laughs> right. life. Back it off a little. And now what right. she says is yeah, oh, busted. Because she now she knows. Oh, right. And they often laugh. Yeah. Oh, always. And yeah. Well, especially when I catch the catch it, I was like, oh, hold on, back it up. And she goes, oh, I thought I could get away with it. Yeah. <laughs> That's so great. And then or even start. the question, Gary, when I just say, okay, so define who you are in this situation. Mm. You know, they may say leader. I say, well, 
you know, give it an adjective. What kind of leader? How are you showing up? And when they start to recognize it, that also often brings laughter because they immediately see how they're sabotaging themselves or the situation just by their definition of self. Uh, You know, well, I'm the new and experienced leader. Oh, I get it. Okay, so that's why you're scared to speak. (laughs) Yeah, because new and inexperienced people don't have any of their own wisdom or knowledge or, 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 right? It's like, right, all the things they attach to that. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Why are you sitting at this table? Why did they want you in the room? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So, and that's the sidebar we're talking about. It's brilliant. Thank you. Very helpful. I know I'm going to use that already. Oh my gosh, I could talk to you for hours, but unfortunately we're running out of time. I would like to know what would you like our audience to do as a result of this article and this conversation? Well, you know, it's like all teaching in the sense of take this, try it out, Mm -hmm. practice reflecting, you know, and, and, you know, and I have to say it because I'm writing a blog post right now on curiosity and, um, but it's for psychology today, so I'm not just talking about coaches. But if we were to add just a little bit of curiosity to all of our conversations, try to like, what does this person really mean? You know, and to say, okay, so you said you wanted this. Can you tell me what you mean by that? Just adding that to all of our conversations is so much more connecting. Yeah. You know, my three favorite words tell me more. Yeah. <laughs> exactly exactly well it's- always and the it's so easy to be curious if you remember you're not them yes what they're saying isn't your lived experience it's theirs you right. need to ask them what do you mean by that tell me yeah. more because right. of our biases of oh they're an accountant so of course we know exactly what an accountant does i'm like no exactly are you are you kidding me it's like new I do not I do not right right? well and the other thing Gary like in coaching we work this and then we go back to all of our relationships and we immediately people are talking and we immediately go into our head about our own story you know (laughs) and how does that relate to me and it's all about me you know and and that's so disconnecting yeah um you know, and boring actually (laughs) well and it goes back to your conversation about deep presence Yes, it, you can't you and it, we're human. We're going to have these things happen. We'll got to let them go and and then come back to being there with our client and being curious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I'm also guessing you'd like everyone to sign mm-hmm. up for a pre copy of Breakthrough Coaching. Is it available yeah. at Amazon? Well, yet? it is available. You know, isn't that an interesting thing you would know about books? It's like, yeah, I want people to go ahead and buy it now because they can. On the other hand. So one, <laughs> you know, there's that, hmm, you know, when do you promote the book? But I want people to have it whenever, you know, if yeah, you, slam, you do. then you get it right away when mm-hmm. it's out. So yeah, exactly. I now, don't even okay, have a little <laughs> so I just got a Kindle. I'm starting to read on Kindle. Dude, when it becomes available as a book, is it automatically into a Kindle at the same time? Oh, it's already um, you know, uh, it comes out at the same time. Awesome. I'm going to but go to know, Amazon yeah, after this the call. The Kindle, I have already hit number one new release <laughs> on Amazon. I'm like, it's not even out to the end of January. That's how yeah. many people are ordering it. That's really cool. But no, oh. the audio the audio version will be available as well. Marsha, you act surprised. 
<laughs> You're a leader in the coaching world, in the coaching profession. You have given, 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 and continue to give. We love you. Of Thank course, you. we're all want to get it in advance copy. <laughs> get it. It's like, duh. Go get it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And, so. and just so everyone knows, um, I'm going to be announcing that all people, when they purchase it, there'll be a special thing on my website that they can just say where they bought it from and they'll have a special little bonus. So oh, that'll nice. be for, for anybody who's purchased it at any time. Even I'm now. going after this call. Now they have my new little Kindle. That's my, I never I don't didn't realize that I would like reading a book on a Kindle. And I've, I've been racing through books now. So wow, it's loads sure, of fun. Sure. Yeah. You travel. And yeah. I travel. So <laughs> that, no, this is just at bedtime. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us for this Beyond the Page episode, Marsha. What's the best way for people to reach you? Well, go to my website, covisioning.com. Um, all one word, covisioning. And, uh, you know, there's a contact page there, but there's all kinds of free things all over the place on the website. So I would say that that would be the best thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you. That's it for this episode of Beyond the Page. For more episodes, subscribe via your favorite podcast app. I know we're pretty highly sought after and downloaded from Apple and Spotify. Yay. And if you love it, tell your friends. If you don't, tell me. <laughs> we'll see what, we can, see what we can do about it. If you're not a subscriber, you can sign up for your free digital issue of Choice Magazine by going to choice-online.com and clicking the sign up now button. I'm Gary Schleifer. Enjoy the journey of mastery. Thank you so much, Marcia. Oh, thank you, Gary.